Success Insight shares the stories of the people with passion and drive who make things happen in the world. Here's your host, Howard Fox. Hello, everybody. This is Howard Fox with Success Insight Podcast. I hope wherever you are, whatever you're doing, you are having a fantastic day. It is a pleasure today to introduce you to my next guest on the podcast, Tim Hast. Now, Tim is the author of Powerful Listening, Powerful Influence. He is a speaker trainer, coach, and consultant. I can only say he has been around the block. I also should have mentioned he is a trained therapist or counselor, and he is the founder of Encore Life Skills. Tim, welcome to the Success Insight Podcast. Thank you, Howard. It's good to be here. Tim, in the spirit of full disclosure for our listeners, you and I have crossed paths a number of times at conferences occasionally on phones, events such as this, virtual events, and also on LinkedIn. I see you are sharing a lot of your stories and the work you're doing on LinkedIn, which I think is fantastic. It's such a wonderful platform. And what I would love if you could for our listeners is share a little bit about your background, kind of give us some context as we start to dive into our conversation. So who's Tim Hast and who would you like people to know? Howard, I didn't start out in organizational training and development or coaching. I started out as a therapist. But about 15 years ago, I realized that a lot of my clients that came to me were not there because they were depressed. Some were, but a certain percentage of my clients were there because they just wanted to be better at life or better at at their careers. And I began to move into this area of counseling and later discovered that it's life coaching. And so as I moved into life coaching, I found that I had a particular affinity with people that are in business and trying to be more effective in their relationships, more effective in the way they communicated. And so that's really my sweet spot. I train and I coach on leadership issues and issues where people are getting along and influencing other people. They call them soft skills, but I call them the essential skills because they're those skills that we're going to be successful we must master those skills. So that's what I do. I teach people how to get along and share their toys in the workplace. I love how you describe them as the essential skills, because I think when we talk about what we do and talk about being a coach and helping people get along, help solve problems, how to show up effectively and confidently, people always say, oh, you're a life coach. And as though that's, I don't know, for the sake of a better word, a negative, but I think it's those soft skills that helping people with their life to be more effective... I think that's really what we do as coaches. That's exactly what we do. And in the work that you are doing with Encore Life Skills, who are your typical clients? What do they look like? My executive coaching clients are people in upper management, and they often come to me because the leader of the company says, you're a great leader, you've you've got great skills, but we want to hone this this particular skill and maybe help you with some of those blind areas, those areas that everyone around you is aware of, but you're not aware of. And every person in the universe has blind areas, areas that everyone else in the room is aware of except for them. And the effective leader is the leader that really 
does a fearless inventory of those areas that everyone else sees except for them. There's a commercial where a guy's walking across the street in New York City, and there's a woman on the other side of the street, and he looks at her, and he does what guys do. He starts at her head and kind of gazes down, and when he looks at her ankles, she's got a piece of toilet paper stuck to her shoe that's about four feet long, and she's the only one in New York City that's not aware of that. And to me, that's a great metaphor for everyone else sees these things in me except for me, and my job as a coach is helping people grapple with those things. I think that's pretty powerful. I mean, a good example about the two individuals in New York and thinking about leaders and aspiring leaders, I sense that not seeing how others perceive you is a pretty commonplace. It's not unique. And I think we have to learn how to not only be self-aware of who we are, how we're showing up, but also to ask others How am I showing up? How am I doing? What would you like more of or less of? Yeah. How do you perceive me? One of the easiest 360s in the world is to ask all your team to write three things on a piece of paper. What do I need to do more of? What do I need to keep on doing? And what do I need to stop doing right now? And if you can get your team to anonymously answer those three questions, you'll get a world of information that will help you be better at at leading people. Most definitely. Tim, can you share just a little bit about your book? It's been out for a couple of years now, Powerful Listening, Powerful Influence. And of course, congratulations. It's no small feat to write a book. And I equated it to birthing a baby. I don't know (laughs) how you equated it to. Uh, But, you know, tell us a little bit about the book and who the audience was for that. Sure, sure. Well, when I started moving into the executive coaching world, I realized that a lot of the people that were up in leadership positions are really dynamic, really fast-paced, really forward and goal-centered. But sometimes when people have those strengths, then listening becomes less of a priority. And a lot of times I would get a client that was having troubles with their team because not because they were not achieving their goals and but because they were not listening. And so I thought, I need something that people can remember. I don't need them to have 23 principles. I need them to have something so simple that I could give them four steps that they could go out and put on a piece of paper and pull out every time they need to have a crucial conversation. So I came up with simply a book on the principles of listening, and I'm going to give the book to you right now. The four things I tell you in the book are listen patiently, Listen with your body. Be aware of your body language. Listen with your voice. That means playing back, paraphrasing what you hear, and then finally listening with your mind, which is simply visualizing what you hear people saying. If the human race would all engage in those four steps, the world would be a better place because we do a lot less talking over each other and a lot more truly hearing each other. Oh, that's wonderful. Those four steps are powerful, and we most definitely need to practice those. And there was a quote on LinkedIn that I had seen today. It was about the importance of listening. And as you kind of paraphrase it, it's not listening to be heard or for you to have a chance to respond back, but it's listening to understand. Yeah. So often we listen, and and I probably am doing this right now. We listen 
and we're thinking in our brain. I wish they would hurry up and shut up so I could get back in and talk some more. And I hope I didn't do that just then. <laughs> Tim, I know you would not do that to me and I would never do it to you. But if I did, I would want you to let me know that I was doing it. And likewise. You know, I'm curious, you know, speaking of LinkedIn, you were on LinkedIn recently and, I, and it's got, got to how we decided, yeah, let's do a podcast together. It's been a while since you and I have chatted. You were at an event. It was it was kind of a disrupt HR, HR related, but I first I thought it was a TEDx style event. Maybe it is. But tell us more about what Disrupt HR was and what did you chat about with the audience? Well, first of all, Disrupt HR is a nationwide movement. And it's geared like a TED talk. Only each talk is five minutes long. And it has something to do with with HR, and it, it's of course by very its very name is disruptive. Is how can we see things in a different light? And so each speaker has five minutes to talk about their topic, and you are allowed twenty slides, and slides advance every fifteen seconds, and you don't have control of the controller. And I'm a speaker; my safety device is having the controller in my hand, so you don't get the controller. You can see your slides on a courtesy monitor, but you have five minutes to make your point. And that's what the Disrupt HR movement is all about. If there's one near you, you need to go to one. It's a great evening of entertainment. And the talks are, are fast-paced and you take a lot away. Fantastic. I will definitely check it out. I, I looked at the Disrupt HR hashtag and I need to go back to it on LinkedIn. And to our listeners, go back out on LinkedIn, just do ha- up in the search field, do hashtag Disrupt HR and you'll be able to learn more about it. And also in deference to, to Tim and his book, Powerful Listening, Powerful Influence, we'll put a link to Tim's book on our show notes so you can go check it out uh, on Amazon. Tim, regarding the, the Disrupt HR, what was your five-minute talk on? Well, my talk was on a pastry chef's version of understanding culture. Oh, my. And we talk about culture a lot. It's, it's kind of a buzzword these days. But we don't take time to define what is culture and what good is it to know about culture and what can you do with it? How can you change the culture of an organization? And with my background in psychology, I'm particularly intrigued by what is it that makes a culture? And if I didn't like the culture of my organization and I'm leading that that organization, how do I change that culture? And so that's what my talk was about. So how is this work on culture informing the work that you're doing now. And and by the way, before you answer that, I am sure, again, because I know you and I know your prowess as a speaker, you probably wowed them. You got a standing ovation. I'm sure you don't even have to acknowledge it. I know that occurred. But what is the then the sharing this wonderful information and about the importance of culture, but how is that influencing the work that you're doing today? Well, Really, what I do is I help organizations work more effectively. And if I can guide them in creating an environment where it feeds a healthy culture, then I'm doing my job. And I think I'm going to start by saying it's like a movie from probably 20, 30 years ago Mm -hmm. called City Slickers. There was a character in that movie, and his name was Curly. And he would hold his finger up and say, you need to know one thing. And if you know that one thing, the, the rest, I'm not going to say what he said because this is a family show. <laughs> said, the rest don't mean, and you, and, and you fill in the blank. And that one thing that helps an organization be better is culture. Patrick Lencioni said that 
a healthy culture eats strategy for breakfast. And I, I, the, the older I get and the more I work, the, the more I believe that is absolutely spot on. So I define culture as the music, the background music in an organization. When you go to the movies and the movie starts, that music that you hear at the very beginning of the, of the show, that will, that will tell you how the movie ends. And the music playing in the background is the culture. And that culture is predictive of the success or the failure of that organization. Now, are there some principles that our listeners, if they want to learn more about culture and why it's, it's important, are there some principles to it that they would want to take away to kind of to put up an image in their mind of what it looks like and how it all fits together? Sure. Well, if you think of building culture like baking bread, all different kinds of breads are created from four ingredients. And those four ingredients are water, salt, flour, and yeast. And the four ingredients to a healthy culture, if you think of a grid, at the very top of that grid is destination. And at the bottom of that grid is precedence. To the left of that grid is individuals. And to the right of that grid is groups. So, Precedence is where we're headed. It's our vision. The clearer the vision, the healthier the culture. The muddier the vision, the the more unhealthy and the more un, the more anxious that culture is. But vision alone is not enough because you can't forget where you came from. A famous historian said that if we forget history, we're condemned to repeat it. And if your company was founded by an entrepreneur that was a real control freak, you'll probably have a command and control culture and you'll understand why. It's hard to change our culture if we don't understand where we came from. So destination, top of the grid, precedence at the bottom of the grid. And then the individuals that we hire. We, we tend to hire on the basis of ability, but that's a fallacy. We need to be looking at the cultural fit as much as the abilities. We hire people on the basis of their abilities, but when we terminate them, it's because of their behaviors. And so we need to do a better job saying, is this person, they might be a, a rocket scientist, but the, do they fit our culture? And they might be really great someplace else. And they might be toxic for our culture. And then finally, the last part of the, that equation is paying attention to the groups. Those individuals we hire will migrate into informal groups, the people that stand out on the corner and smoke, or the people that get together for bowling, or uh, formally organized teams. And the more we can keep those groups healthy, you know, where they trust each other, where they're not afraid to engage in conflict where they're accountable to each other, where they are committed to each other, where they're focusing on results. The more we can keep those groups healthy, the more it contributes to the health of the culture of the organization. So destiny, precedence, individuals and groups are the four ingredients. And if you tweak one of those four ingredients, you will change the culture of that organization for the better or for the worse. Very, very powerful. And, and just listening to your description in, in my mind is some of the, the major thought leaders that you and I have both come to appreciate. You mentioned them earlier, you know, Patrick Lencioni and his work with five dysfunctions of a team and even the, the ideal team player, because you can bring somebody into the organization because they look like you, talk like you, went to the same school as you, maybe even have the ability but until you get to know them and are they going to be a good fit for the rest of the culture? And you have to look at those 
softer behavioral components as well. And wonderful message. And, you know, we wish you best on this work and in, in helping to change culture. It's, it certainly is a buzzword out there, much like the word authenticity is a buzzword. And I think, you know, what, what the work that you do is really to put this idea of culture and to bring it alive, you know, much like you're baking the bread we're, we're helping to bake a, a company and hopefully improve it and, and see it rise and, and flourish. So appreciate you sharing that. Tim, if our listeners would like to learn more about you and your work, where is the best place for them to go to do that? Well, they can find me on LinkedIn. Just, just enter Tim Hast. I think I'm the only Tim Hast on LinkedIn. Or they can email me. My email address is coach at att.net. Or you can Google my website, Encore Life Skills, and they're all pretty easily, they're memorable and easy to access. That's perfect. And we will most certainly provide the backlinks to the book on Amazon, to your LinkedIn profile, and to your website. We'll leave the email address as a part of the audio. We found it's probably best not to share email addresses, but uh, okay. in any case, <laughs> oh, no, no, that's okay. Uh <laughs> Tim, I, I really appreciate you taking the time that you spent uh, this afternoon to chat with us and our listeners on the Success Insight Podcast. Having you as a, as a colleague, a friend, and being able to share and, and uh, with each other on LinkedIn and getting together like this is, you know, it, that's what makes us work that we do fun as well as running the business. It's fun and having you in my life and even your lovely wife, uh, Ruthie. And so we truly appreciate that. By the way, before I head out today on the podcast, you won an award or were notified of a, of an accommodation this week. And with one of the, the tools you're using, I wonder if you, you're open to sharing what that might be. Sure, sure. Well, I'm a authorized partner with Everything Disc. It's a Wiley solution. It's a personality assessment. And we reached the diamond level or the highest level, the designation for the quantity of your cells. And so we reached diamond this, this week, and we're, we're very proud of that. That's fantastic. I mean, and that's a testament to not only the work that you do, but the people, your customers, potential clients who are also believing in the work that you do. And that's fantastic and, and really a hearty congratulations to you. And, and hopefully we'll be there at the conference this year in the coming year and be able to celebrate with you. Absolutely. Thank you again. Thank you. To our listeners, just had the opportunity to meet Tim Hass. He's a good friend, a colleague, fellow coach, and very active on, on the social sites, especially LinkedIn. And we were lucky just uh, Tim was able to take some time out from his busy day to chat with you, our listeners. So just a reminder, Tim's the author of Powerful Listening, Powerful Influence. We'll provide a link back in the show notes to Amazon. We'll also provide the backlinks to his website and the link to his profile on LinkedIn. That's about it for today folks i hope you enjoyed this podcast and as i say every podcast wherever you are whatever you're doing go out there and have a phenomenal day we'll see you on the next episode of the success insight podcast success insight is a production of fox coaching and first story strategies find us online successinsightpodcast.com